With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No I still kind of want to see Islam fight someone before the title shot. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of the Weekend Warrior podcast presented to you by MMA Torch. I'm Reese Lawrence and joining me as always on the Torch is Editor-in-Chief Sean Covington. On today's episode we're going to recap a lot of combat sports action that happened. Starting with Bellator 275 with Austin Van Der Fort coming up short against one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time in Gegard Mousasi. We're then going to be taking our attention over to UFC Vegas 49 with Islam Makhachev putting on another dominant performance against Bobby Green, aiming for a title shot. But with breaking news coming in from this weekend's co-main event being out, it seems that Islam Makhachev could do the turnaround back-to-back weeks and face Rafael de Sanyos, potentially. More for that to come. We're going to be looking at boxing. A fellow Scotsman of mine, Josh Taylor, defending his unified championship belts. Very controversial. We'll let Sean know about all that. Scorecards, judges, corruption in boxing, as everyone's aware. And finally, the big one. This Saturday, UFC 272, Jorge Masvidal versus Kobe Chaos Covington. What a fight. But Sean, um, push for time a little bit. We've had some technical issues, but we'll get right into this. Um, We'll go chronologically with... Friday night's action first. Just a quick recap. Um, good show, Bellator uh, in Dublin. Conor McGregor in attendance. A lot of Irish fighters on the card. I think it was a good show for Bellator. They, it looked good. Um, I did a little article on it about their their weeks ahead, their their schedule. Um, it's looking really good for Bellator. You know, we talked last week about what they can do in the next few months in terms of um, just closing that gap on the UFC. How different ways they can look to implement a new style which would bring in the fans more fans it's already a big organization but how can they take that next step um but yeah just your thoughts on Gegard Mousasi um I mean really easily defending his belt but just not just his performance against Austin and what that means for him um in that fight but just him as an athlete him as a martial artist and and finally, I sort of um, put a post out about him um, as a middleweight champion, Israel Adesanya as a middleweight champion, put a little, little poll about who the people think um, would win that dream matchup if it ever happened. Very close. I think Adesanya just edged it by a few votes. Um, but 
just overall your thoughts on Musasi, also potentially his um, success against someone like an Israel Adesanya. Um, I, I think that uh, he'd have a really good chance. Uh, it's, the thing about it is, um, it, it would it would unify those titles, and um, well, we're gonna talk about boxing later, and that's that's the whole problem with it. When you could, if you were to combine those titles, or I actually wouldn't combine the titles, but title unification is what people think of. But I, I would have them. You know, I'd have Israel Adesanya, had he win, you know, should he win, you would have to defend that title over in Bellator, which is a really, really smart thing to do if they could get the contract and uh, between the two companies right. Uh, but here's the thing. There's no way Israel Adesanya loses. You know, I don't believe that it would even come close to some sort of finish, uh, simply because too much is on the line and that's just kind of what they do in MMA when it's too much on the line they just kind of go through the motions so uh, and, and then that's where the corruption comes in those judges are going to score for Israel on the sign no matter what now you got controversy now you got that t- now you're going to have to have an interim title because I guarantee you if, if, if there was a controversy Bellator is going to want to uh, fight about it and not do any more deals with UFC so I think it it sounds great on paper but there's absolutely no way it can work even if it worked you know yeah um, I like that point about unifying the titles um, you're right it's it's never going to happen um, that particular matchup unless one moves over to the organisation it won't be Adesanya moving over to Bellator but and let's be honest, Musasi had a, he had a good run in the UFC, but I think he's found a place where he can be the man um, and really be appreciated. I, I think he's one of the most underappreciated fighters in the last few years, certainly. I think that move away from the UFC um, not lost him a little bit of respect, but lost him sort of the allure of what he's actually accomplished in the sport. You know, almost 50 career pro wins, uh, multiple-time champion, fought in all the biggest promotions in the world, incredible fighting style, um, so exciting, um, tr- just a traditional martial artist, a pure martial artist, and it, it can be um, bittersweet when a fighter that you enjoy watching moves away from us, from a, the organisation that you're most familiar with, and, and perhaps you cannot then watch them in their next um, stages of their career, if you can't watch, you know, the likes of Bellator, it's not as widely available as UFC is and um it's just I, f- I feel it's good good for those type of guys that perhaps didn't get the respect they deserved in the UFC and they find a new home and they really get that respect and they and they they find a new home and they find um not just comfort in the fact that they are now being appreciated but also just being respected and it shows in the performance he was just so much better. I, I saw when I seen the finish, I thought Austin was holding his his um, left shoulder and it looked like he was potentially injured. And I don't, you know, the broadcast wasn't really picking up on it. And, and I was like, why is no one? And then when you seen the response from Austin, he didn't mention anything. Um, 
seemed to walk out fine so perhaps there wasn't anything it just seemed he was grabbing at his shoulder for a while and it, perhaps he was just looking for a bit of a you know a way to show why he got stopped I don't know but it was a good card um I think I mean what do you think you know do you think it had, a, it had more height than normal uh, yeah I was gonna say yeah most because of Austin I, if we be if we're being honest, it was a, he was a perfect opponent, uh, Musasi. Perfect opponent. Um, it's not that he had a ton of notoriety, but we knew who he was outside of MMA. So he had uh, not cross, not true crossover appeal, but in a way, he had like a default crossover appeal to him. And uh, I think that went a long way for Bellator because you got to find interesting and creative ways to, to give a damn. So, because uh, it's Bellator and they don't really make you. So, that's that's what really made the car. You had two known fighters, and you had an outcome where, where hey, you know, if if there's an upset, then we can really run with this story. Like we got something. Uh, and if we don't, then we still have the story, the default story of here's this great MMA fighter who we don't really have to debate the legitimacy of. We can start to put him in the ranks of the best of the world. Not that they weren't doing that before, but like with far more legitimacy than normal. Just just because. Yeah. It I think that's a good point um about Beltor because probably week to week basis they they're trying to branch out, you can see. They're trying to you know, because Let's be honest. Right now, their their cards aren't what you would call, you know, if you look at a UFC pay per view, it, it's stacked top to bottom, and it's not just because name value. It's 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 fighter ability. It's fighter quality. Um, I mean, they're the biggest promotion. They've got the most fighters signed. They've got the most options to sign fighters, so you would expect that. But you just look at a Bellator card, you know, and I was praising it. I thought the the schedule they've got coming up was incredible. Really, really strong. Um. But when you do look at those cards, it's strong from the fact that the main events are so good. But when you look at the full card, you're like, you know, a lot of guys, 0-0, oh 2-1, 3-1, 2-2, two you know, those type of young guys um, who are perhaps not the, the quality you would overall look for at this point. But, you know, they are growing. Um, I thought the card was good overall. It was good, you know what you like about Conor McGregor if you don't like him but having him there is obviously great exposure for the company you know a Dublin show is always going to do well they've got a great atmosphere good fan base um, a lot of Irish fighters on the card but I think obviously they'll know there's things they can do um, the pay-per-view thing's a bit interesting in terms of when you look at the card is it worth pay-per-view for some but um probably another discussion for another day also um we we do have to move on quite quick there's a lot to discuss today um obviously with what's going on in the world sean it is quite difficult to just sort of keep it traditionally about what we usually talk about um we do sort of cover not world news but we do talk about sometimes more important things than mma um obviously a lot happening with Russia, Ukraine. I mean, we'll we'll talk about Islam Makhachev's performance, but did you have any thought in your head about, you know, obviously Islam, Khabib, his Russian teammates, 
this is all going on on a Saturday where days prior an invasion into Ukraine by Russia and one of the most popular names in Habib Nurmagomedov is sat at a UFC event training his um, um, you know, teammate and it's nothing that it's, it's Khabib's fault or anything like that. I mean, he probably does have a relationship with Putin, so it's a bit of a um, strange dynamic there. But just in terms of seeing that, were you thinking of anything else other than the fight or...? Um, I was thinking, you know, how can how can uh, some people be actually coping with it? Because you never really know. You could say they they're in solidarity with uh, you know their leaders, but you never really know. I mean, you know, people here in the states aren't you know down with Trump. So most most obviously, it's, it's quite interesting that uh, Masvidal and Covington are gonna fight. <laughs> yes. You know, and I'm like, hey, man, you guys need to stick together because there's not a lot of you at all. <laughs> so, but, you know, it, it's interesting from that point of view that, uh, you know, they, they're not, you know, they're on the right side of this thing in terms of they're not going to protest. They're not. So they, they should be doing fine. But uh, you just got to you got to wonder if their focus was just a little bit off from uh, what they wanted to do. Although, they, like I said, they. They are on the, uh, they're the aggressors in it. I, uh, if you can say that, uh, I don't, I want to be pretty, pretty careful about how I word it. Um, not that I really give, give, uh, I care that much. I'm just, I'm just trying to be as uh, PC about it as possible. Uh, uh, and, and I know they don't necessarily have to be because they do have a dog in a race, you know? So, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much where I'm coming from. I'm just kind of surprised that they were as focused, even though, like I said, they are, they're not only receiving it. It's interesting because obviously that dynamic, like I said, about Khabib, Putin, it's not just, you know, because sport for some reason has such an impact on when there is world news, world events happening the voices of sportsmen and sportswomen and massive organizations like you know the, the photos the messages the videos you've been seeing of you know f- football in this country soccer in america um the nba um boxing all these type of sports where it's become you know obviously you have it's like they have to address it they have to show something they have to show support they probably want to in most most cases um but it's it's crazy the impact that sports having right now, um, and it has had for years on s- current events. Um, I think, you know, say what's going on. We don't know what's to come. Um, how uh, to let's you... address. That. Yeah. Let's all right. Let's deep dive in there just a little bit more. Okay. Do you think sports should have that much influence uh, in today's uh, politics? You think they just should? Should they? be taking a stand or should it be more uh entertainment based i think so let's let's look at it like this right so most recently outside of what's been happening with russia and ukraine the last huge world event that was heard in sport um so profoundly would have been um George Floyd, 
Breonna Taylor, um, Ahmaud Aubrey, these type of names that were the focal point, especially in the NBA, especially in the NFL, where that was where sport, I think, especially in America, but here in the UK as well, I mean, you know, football players taking knees before games, soccer players, sorry, um, taking knees before games. And that was the first I had really seen of a collect because we've we've seen we've seen iconic um, messages, photos, moments in sports history revolving around race, revolving around civil rights. You know, go back to the sixties. But what we're talking about here is a collective idea, but from sports heard throughout the world revolving around world issues and that was the first I had seen where it affected the whole world every sport was doing it um obviously the news was covering it so it was everywhere and this is sort of like that again um the question you asked about should it be done in more of an entertainment way I don't think so in fact I really don't think so because when you're dealing with such issues like this um I, I do think it's i think it's a little strange that there's such importance that sport have i know there's so many eyeballs watching these games watching these these matches where you think they should say they should do a message because it's it's see it's been seen by so many eyes i get that point but the fact that you know a lot of people out there are viewing such important matters through the, the voices of people that aren't really ex you know experts in the, that field that could be a little bit dangerous. I'm not sure, but I, I wouldn't lean towards the entertainment thing. Um, I would lean to being more serious. What about you? No, no. What I meant was uh, not being entertaining. I, I meant just concentrating on uh, being an entertainer, like concentrating on uh, just just go out there and instead the of game, yeah. commentary. Yeah, concentrate on the game and just don't say anything about it. Uh, where I stand it, with it is, um, I if I tune in to watch an entertainer, uh, and if I tune in to watch an entertainer, you entertain me. That's it. I don't want to hear. I don't care what you think politically, to be honest. Um, and people say, "Oh, how could you say that?" It's like, well, guess what? People hate Kobe Covington and uh, Jorge Masvidal for their views, but it's only okay to hate them when they got different views. From you know, you don't want to hear what they're saying if they're not talking about George Floyd or something, which they probably wouldn't be, you know, uh, but if they if they are talking about it, it's OK. So it's a double standard. For one and two, that's not why I tuned in Two, that's not why I tuned in. And that's what people's problem with Colin Kaepernick and stuff was. Uh, I got completely, completely different uh, stuff, uh, feelings regarding that. But I'm, I'm, I'll go there for a second. Um, Colin Kaepernick's mixed, and you know I watch, and I hate the 49ers by the way. Let's get that out of the way. So I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying this because I'm. I, the first part is going to be biased. I hate the 49ers. This clown was kissing his biceps and stuff, right? He wasn't kneeling. He was kissing his biceps, and he was a media darling because he was mixed. And and I always hated that. I'm saying, man, you know they only like you because you light skin. And and because you're half them. Oh, look at what our half did. Oh, look at that. He's so cool. He could talk to the media. Then he wasn't so good at his actual job of entertaining us. Wasn't entertaining at all. 
then he got another half black girlfriend, whatever she is. I don't even think she's actually black at all. And then uh, he started making political statements. And I'm like, what are either one of you doing? Like, uh, I know people who actually went to school with him, and that was not who he was. not I'm not saying you can't change. I'm not saying you can't change. I'm saying, uh, where was that energy from the beginning? I There are plenty of, of athletes that we can point to and say, oh, this guy's been about that from the beginning. They had, uh, in American football, they have the Walter Payton Award. You know, guys who've been doing community service and giving back. There's plenty of people that do all that stuff all the time and are always about those issues. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of sum it up in this. Like, LeBron James, we didn't hear him say much of anything. Um, in, 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 in other people's affairs uh, until it came to not bad-mouthing China. And then he was like, oh, let's hold on now. Uh, to, be, to be fair, it was because he was actually physically there. And yeah, it was kind of stupid to say something that would harm people that were while they were right there. But he still, he still backpedaled out of the whole thing and said, let's leave China alone. It's like, what? Like, we, you mean we can't take a shot at him? Now, I don't think you should take that shot at him when your people are over there, but if you're going to take a shot, take a shot. And he was like, nah, let's not take a shot at them. So that's why I say just leave the whole politics out of it because LeBron James, he was saying all this stuff about Kyle Rittenhouse, and uh, now Kyle Rittenhouse is looking to sue him. Uh, it's, it's just, it's not smart to do so. Because you said, you know, you mentioned people not having all the facts, and LeBron James is one of them. I'm, I don't care if he's a poor black kid from Akron, Ohio. I don't give a damn. I never liked him. Can't stand him. You called a 16-year-old king. What? And it's all, oh, we just playing around. No, 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 no. <laughs> king James. No, no, no. And I, I, I get it. I get the reference. Obviously, I know you get it, too. And that's a great reference. But you call him king. And then you, you've been trying to usurp Michael Jordan's actual records and effort. Yes, that's some of the Chicago Bulls uh, bias coming out. But you've been trying to usurp this stuff. You've, you've had an agenda from the beginning. And that's the problem with a LeBron James. This guy isn't the GOAT. He isn't the greatest of all time. We just saw on the national media, we just saw that in the uh, NBA All-Star game that he wasn't the best of all time. Completely different reaction to him versus Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, like Michael Jordan is, they called him his airness. They joked around with the fact that he was such a great entertainer that he was the king of his sport. They called this idiot king for real, and he literally crowns himself. There's a big difference. Also, Michael Jordan famously wouldn't take political stands. And there's a reason for that. So for all of that, I say let's stay out of it. Obviously, athletes and politics isn't always a great combination. Um, it can be at times quite powerful, but right now, it I think it can promote a very positive message in a very troubling time. Um, but obviously, aside from the Habib Islam relation to whether it be Putin, his team, you know, obviously being a native of Russia, it's hard. It's not really something that they can completely focus on when Islam's looking to get a title shot at the top of his game and an MMA, huge star, 
So it was difficult, but obviously, as Islam and Habib normally do, they win. Um, decent card, but obviously the main attention was to the main event due to the late pullout. Um, Bobby Green stepping in. What was your... I mean, you know, we both sort of said, that, like, as anyone would, that that would, could have been easily been possible what happened that did happen. What were your takeaways, really? Not just, obviously, it's too obvious to say, like, oh, Islam was too, it was just really good. But what were your takeaways? Like, I sort of th- felt initially that I still kind of want to see Islam fight someone before the title shot. I, I'm not really behind this. Don't get me wrong. I think he's ready now. But when did we stop becoming... Um, when did it stop becoming that you need to fight the top talent before fighting for a title shot? I mean, he's won however many in a row, but have any of them been in the top five? Top ten? So... He's just... He's not... He's so boring. I mean, Bobby Green was right. He's just uninteresting, man. I I I can't I just can't give a damn. I hope he is he doesn't become champion because he'll be dominant, but in a way that nobody cares about. That's unfortunate. MMA, and if you can't beat him at one thing, that's too bad. You know, if he's the best, he's the best, and I I wish him the best. I hope he gets that title because he's the best. However, that doesn't mean it'll be entertaining. You know, it really doesn't. Uh, is so does he deserve his title shot from a performance point of view yes he's performed give it to him reward him uh what he is due from a business point of view absolutely not uh, not even, especially now like I, i'm saying like now no, hell I would, no. yeah i mean i would actually just i would just i think it's the other way around i think I think from a performance aspect, you're right that he's he's the way he's performed in terms of how dominating it's been sh- shows to the fact that he's a levels above this guy. But in terms of a performance of actually against elite guys, I think that's where it's wrong. I I don't think from a promotion thing. I think because of the Khabib name and because of, I think he's a star where he doesn't actually have to speak because he's in he's in he's not even in the shadow of Habib. It's just the fact that. That he's so attached to it that the attention just follows. So it's like I think it's more the promotions there, the pro- promotion are behind him to go. But has he fought enough high-level talent and done it but in an exciting way? They put Brock Lesnar up against uh, a former champion when he came in there. Now that's just kind of messed up, <laughs> you know. If we being you know, to go up against Frank Mir, your first fight is just ridiculous, to be honest. Crazy. Now, yes, Brock Brock proved to be on that level, but I, you know, you're not always going to be able to match up perfectly with what re- what the record says and who you've actually faced and stuff. Because if that's the if that's the point, uh, if that's the case, Conor McGregor should have moved up a lot slower than what he did, and he he wouldn't have got past Mendez with a full camp. And we see that. I always, uh, there was a lot of people saying it, but it kind of got buried. But he would have never got past Mendez with a full camp at all, not even close. He would have got destroyed. You saw, we saw him got get taken down 
then he ended the first, and that that could have been the end of the fight. Like if there was no rounds or something, if it was just go until you go, he would have been done right there. Uh, but <clears throat> you know, you need that. Magachev is a name. It doesn't matter how he's a name. He's a name, and he's a name uh, on his own. You know, uh, he he's he's done that on his own. Like you said, he's not necessarily in Khabib's shadow, and that's a, a great thing. But he does carry uh, a little bit of that that recognition and star power with him, which is what you need. So go ahead and give him the, um, that 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 title fight because yeah, that's the star power you want in there. I think that's kind of what we need. Does he need to fight someone else? No. Will, will we all like him to fight a little bit more people? Sure. Let him do that after the title shot. I don't think you lose anything by getting the title shot. Um, what belts on the line this weekend with uh, Kobe Covington and uh, uh, Masvidal? None. <laughs> yeah, who cares then, right? I mean, we do it like that. Who cares? What are they fighting? <laughs> for? What are they actually fighting for? Nothing. So, with that said, uh, since they're fighting for nothing, uh, like put some star power in, in. You know, I'm not saying start giving everybody title shots. I'm saying. You're kind of a, a pull out away from that fight happening anyway, right? Because the way you, you know, you know, the way they, they do the schedules, someone's not, you know, like you're not going to, you're going to exhaust the people in front of him. And he, he's, he's going to end up being the only person that could go in a title fight situation anyway, simply because of the way you got to lay out the fights. So, yeah, just give it to him now. If he gets knocked out, he gets knocked out. I mean, it, you know, if he dies, he dies. The card itself, um, okay. <laughs> um, there was a lot going on. And just a bunch of bombs, man. You know, you could just say it once. Just say it was a bunch of bombs. I think the bum couch is uh, reserved. I think the creator of the bum couch should rename, not rename, sorry, um, sort of keep that title to himself. Um, <laughs> no, I'll say, I'll say that you're not wrong about that. Um, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I, that's, I fine. That's, that's, that's as far as you'll get from me. Um, no, but it was it was fine uh, there was a lot going on so maybe my attention was drawn in different places but you know following that result i think my first thoughts were this right you were supposed to fight number three in benil dariush he pulled out with an injury not not islam's fault couldn't do anything about that fair chose to chose a fight you know chose to look for a new opponent got a new opponent and accepted the fight. Didn't, didn't have to do that. Could have, you know, went, no, I'll wait. I'll reschedule. I'm not doing this on what was 10 days notice. So fair play, respect to him. But you're Islam Makachev. You're on a, what, 9 to 10 win fight, uh, fight win streak. And you are the second coming of one of the greatest fighters ever, most dominant champions ever, although only defended his title twice I think um, but you really have no issue beating Bobby Green before it starts and it showed 
Of course it did. But 10 days notice for Bobby Green. You've had weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks to prepare, yes, for a different um, opponent, but is it really that much different um, when your game plan's the same? A catch weight, so you didn't have to cut to 155. Would have been, what, 175, 180 in there. Then fights Bobby Green, unranked, on a roll, give him respect for that, but unranked, and now everyone's saying title shot. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve a title shot. I think he's, I think he'll probably win the belt in the, by the end of the year. But that but Darius versus Makachev fight could have been one of the biggest fights of the year just due to the size of the matchup, size of the importance in the lightweight division, the technical battle it could have been, should have, it, it, it should have been, you know, um, just a great spectacle and unfortunately we didn't get it so with that I'm thinking will Islam now potentially take a fight on Saturday in the co-main event on a pay-per-view headlined by Maz Vidal and Covington that we're going to get onto in a minute I mean what could be better like you took no damage in the fight against Bobby Green this will just rise your stock even more because you're just going to be all that's getting talked about that his if he accepts that fight and they make a fight against Rafael Desanos who have had previous history of making fights and it's been rescheduled it's been called off that will be the talk of before the leading days up to the fight it, they will he will walk in there and steal the headlines because of it and the risk to reward ratio for him isn't it isn't you know huge, but it isn't minimal where there's no point. I think I th- I honestly think if he if he takes that fight, wins it in dominating fashion, although it's not Benil Dariush in terms of rankings, it's back to back weeks. And if he puts dominant performances on, that would that in my mind that would make me think, okay, fair play, give him give him the title shot now. But right now, I think. A... Go on, go on. No, no, yeah, no, go ahead, finish it off. I think I was just going to say I think that right now it, it's I could see them giving them the title shot, but at the same time I would like another fight. That's all I would think about it. And 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 from that that logic alone, that's why he needs to. That's why that fight needs to happen. It's mm. exactly the thing that bridges the gap. I would give him the title shot without it, but with it. You, you got a very strong case for it. Um, and, you know, we talked about he, he's got a star power quality to him, even if it's not his own, even if he's, bat, he, you know, he's Robin to uh, Ramaga Madoff's Batman. Um, it's, it is what it is. You just, you kind of need that right now. Uh, there's divisions that don't even have a number two in it you know it's like oh who's the second guy it's like i had no no idea there's nobody dominant enough in the divisions to just start picking these fights oh everybody can fight everybody so i I, this is this is an instance where you can grant someone a title shot and it won't hurt anyone and i think that's what you gotta do now i I never thought rafael dos anos was uh 
He's a bum to me, straight up. I'm sorry. So people might go, what? I don't, I don't, I don't give a damn. He's a bum to me, man. Like, sure, he had a little name, he had a little recognition back in the day. He ain't doing nothing for me now. Like, he ain't on, he shouldn't be on anybody's radar. However, because he was on people's radar, this should be enough of a fight for, for him to have a strong case for a title fight. But for me personally, I'd give it. I, I, I give uh, Makachev the the title fight without it, simply for the the name uh, notoriety, the name recognition. Uh, but uh, you know, this fight against uh, uh, Dos Anjos Dos, Dos Anjos doesn't do anything for me at all. Kind of hurts him to me. Not 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 mm. in that, in that reality. In my world, in my bubble, it hurts him. I'm like, you fighting the bum? I don't care. You know, like that's that's when I start to get your your mentality is uh, but, who are you fighting? Yeah, but but do you not see the you know because I understand that point, but like when you look at in the last few years of, of guys that have stepped up on short notice and have done uh look at Hamza Hamza with the back to back fights and you know like the hundred and whatever many strikes landed till one punch on received like that two-week period where he dominated two guys was like the talk of the summer so do you know where i'm Go saying ahead. where if 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 islam was to take this fight one second i lost you what what can you hear me now yeah hello hello yeah sorry I, I, you're gonna have to edit that uh, <laughs> no nah, no worries but um call me yeah i mean what I'm saying is that that Hamza um, element where he did it and it was two weeks back to back it was a domination if, if Islam could obviously win the fight that he did against Bobby Green and then six days later takes on I know what you think about Dos Anjos yes he's past his prime but it's more of the the what he's doing not who he's fighting it's what he's accepted what his mentality is where he goes Oh, I'll have anyone, and it doesn't matter how many days. And I'm going to take the spotlight away from this huge pay per view. This this pay per view is going to be massive. It's going to do so well in America. It's going to be big here in the UK because these two guys in the main event they just draw numbers. And it's um, I think it. I just think like he could do something a bit like you know like a ref a wrestling type thing where where um you know you you get a, a surprise return during a time where there's a character build of someone that's uh, say say John Cena returns and every crowd goes crazy um because obviously it's John Cena like him or hate him he's you know everyone knows him but at the time there's a young rising star that everyone's backing because he's never had the opportunity and he's getting there and then John Cena comes in and takes the shine puts him to the side and then fights Roman Reigns for the belt that's like like I'm just like you know just sort of comparing there, where Islam could just take all of the hype that's wrong. going on. Not you're all, not wrong. But some. Yeah, that, you're not wrong at all, and I'm saying that's why it'd be great for him. But that story, but if we're looking at the fight itself, it's it's it, for me. I'm looking at that fight on paper, lost interest, total interest. Uh, I already said uh, Islam Makachev is a boring fighter to tears. Like, I've wept on the floor watching him uh, fight. Wept. 
kidding, but no, um, he's he's so boring. And then I'm gonna watch that fight, and you know, past his prime is just a buzzword for bum to me. I oh, past his prime. Well, he's a bum. He's a, he's he's gonna fight a bum, but but because he is a, enough of a star, a rising star, that if he did take that fight, it would propel him to the heights he needs to, in everyone's eyes, legitimately earn a title shot. So I, I totally get what you're saying, yeah. but this fight pushes me more towards my mentality, towards the mentality you have now of him, like he needs to fight someone else. Because if you fight a bum, I'm like, hey, man, you, I, 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 there's homeless people all around Chico, California, where I live. If I fought all of them, would it matter? <laughs> you know, like, I'm standalone gym is also here. So I just say, man, uh, at least I meet up like 10 bums today. It's like, yeah, did, did you go to standalone gym and find anybody? No, 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 no. But I, I beat up 10 bums today, though. Like, it's, uh, it's like, sure, but what do you got? What else do you got? Yeah, I mean, that element to it, obviously I'm talking about the build-up and what it could mean just for his profile, the, the story. You know, we, we obviously... Sean, massive wrestling fan, um, myself included as well, and and I obviously MMA the main thing for me, but just the the storyline just as important to me in terms of because that's, you know, if people don't agree with that, that's where the money is. You know, we're not tuning in with the same excitement without all this build up of Kobe Covington and Jorge Masvidal from the training days. You're not excited as much as you would be should those two just come in for the number one contender fight against Kamaru Usman and there's no bad blood there's just mutual respect don't get me wrong people would still watch but if you're telling me that you're having the same level of anticipation without that storyline you're lying and that's why I'm saying Islam coming in here taking that shine but I agree the fight could be so much similar to the Bobby Green fight it could be a boring contest a very one-sided contest um which is why i see the argument for putting islam right in against charles Oliveira. and i just want to get uh, your thought just before we move on to the our next topic about islam opening up as a almost i think minus 500 favorite i might have need to double check that early doors against charles Oliveira. what i mean what's your thoughts on that like to me I think that's so disrespectful to Charles Oliveira. It can't, I, I just can't get my head around that. It's bullshit. That's what it is. Thank I hate you. to have to say it. It's, it's complete bullshit. And um, I hope Oliveira, I hope he gets the title shot and Oliveira kicks him in his head. <laughs> Wherever. It's, it, it, I've been watching MMA since the, the, the VHS days. This is what's going to happen. He's going to get in there with Oliveira. He's going to try to dominate him with some wrestling. And Oliver is going to get out of it. Because that's what he does. He's going to get out of it and he's going to win that fight. He's either going to tap him out or kick him in mm-hmm. his head. I'm going to kick him in his head. Nobody ever sees that head kick coming. Look at Imagine all Imagine if he kicks. submitted him. Uh, Oliveira submits Makachev. That'd be crazy. Oh, I could easily see him submitting him. Yeah. You don't think Makachev has a, a huge... I'm not saying... He doesn't know what he's doing. I'm saying he knows what he's doing to the point that he would let some. He would have. He has a hole somewhere that, and, and it's mostly ego with uh, wrestlers. Man, they think that they can out wrestle anybody because that's all they do. Oh, I can out wrestle you. Okay, but this isn't just wrestling, and that's the problem. That is the biggest problem. It's not just wrestling. 
and he's going to have to defend that submission, not just wrestle. And although he is clearly going to be the better wrestler, his wrestling ain't going to hold up against uh, uh, a submission. I'm saying that about Makachev. You want to talk about him being, you know, him fighting more, uh, a better competition? Well, that's it right there. Charles Oliveira. He's going to whoop his ass, sit him back down the car, and then we'll see what he does after that. That's what we need to see from Islam Makachev. We need to see a horrible loss to knock him back down. Much like, uh, well, not, not that uh, Oliveira suffered a horrible loss necessarily, but we need to see Islam take that that massive step back so he can come back and see what he's made out of. Because I'm not so sure he's made of a whole lot more than wrestling. And that, that's, like I say, that's fine. You can do that, but you got to show me more. You you fight those onions. I'm like, whatever, bro. I'll be yeah. knocked out. I'll I mean, be I'll be knocked out. I mean, there's the element of like he's already done that. What you're saying in terms of he got the bad loss. You know, to, you know that one loss that he had, and then he's come back and dominated. But I get where you're coming from because you're looking at it as a point of he came back, but did he come back against? And we're only talking about this comp that's high level of competition because he's so high level. So we've got to, you know, we've got to compare. This is what we do with all across all sports. We look at LeBron James because he's self-proclaimed, and others that are, you know, you know, 15, 16 year old kids that think he's the greatest player ever. Where, <laughs> you know, like, like, let's be honest, like, you know, um, who's ever seen Michael Jordan play thinks that he's the goat. Yeah, but, but, the goat. exactly. But like, because of him and others saying that he's the greatest of all time, you need to then compare him to other greats that delivered championships, whether it be clutch moments, like, and I'm not saying that, um, you know, I ain't a LeBron hater like Sean over here, but, like, I'm just saying... No, nah, I'm joking, but I'm just saying, like, we need to compare greatness to other greatness. If if Islam Makhachev is this great, then you can't sit on the fence or you can't give him the benefit of the doubt because of an opponent coming out. No, if you're that great, this shouldn't be hard for you. So my only thing is, is we need to keep the same energy for... If you're going to applaud him for how dominant he is, is he doing it against the best there is to offer? And right now, I don't think he has. Now, it's not his fault. He's getting matched up against these guys, and he's better than them. That's great. But to then just go into a Charles Oliveira fight and just be that much of a favourite, the media behind him, Charles Oliveira will be doubted again, like he always is. Oh, he's going to fuck, and it's... Stupid, because he's gonna get he's gonna steamroll Makachev. You know that. <laughs> well, I mean, we, yeah. Start, well, he might starch him because he's gonna stop every takedown, and then he's gonna stand him up, and it's gonna be all over. He's gonna head kicks, man. I'm telling you, nobody ever sees that head kick coming. Look at all the head kick highlights, knockouts. Nobody really sees it, man. They're not they're not ever blocking it. It's not like oh he kicked through his guard. Nope, he just got kicked in the head and didn't see it coming. So that's what that's why I see happening with Makachev and get out of here or submission. I hope it's submission actually. So so people will be oh my god oh, he's one of the best was he one of the best like I have my doubts about him as well. I'm just saying give him the title shot and let's see. If that's what we want to do. Give it to him. 
and and to be fair, uh, people would say unfair, since he does have you know the Russia stuff and what's going on in the world today. If you want yeah. to be, some, hell yeah, I'm I'm running up, you know, <laughs> I'm 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 running that angle all day. If I'm if I'm UFC, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think like, they'll run that angle. I'm oh, not sure. Well, you know, it's, it's it's I'm just saying though, it's money. I'm talking about if you're a businessman. I'm I'm not a businessman like that, so I'm not a piece of garbage. But yeah, if I was Dana White all day long, all day long, yes, I am definitely giving Makachev the uh, title shot. So he so maybe we can put uh put him you know put that belt around him. Really makes some people uncomfortable. I think. Um... Obviously, depending on what happens in the next few days, if Islam is to take this fight, if he can, if it happens with RDA, that changes things, obviously, in that division. Um, We'll see what happens. Either way, he probably gets the title shot because if he doesn't take the fight, you'll get the title shot. If he does take the fight, is there any way he can lose? I mean, he could, but the way he's... It's like that Khabib feeling where... Every time he fights, you know he's going to win. So, um, unless some crazy injury happens in the fight or he does get caught, you'll see Islam fight Charles Oliveira next. If, we're saying if, Charles Oliveira can successfully defend his belt against Justin Gaethje, I think, um, be reported for May 7th. So, we'll see where that goes. But, Sean, um, not got loads of time um, left. Still got a couple of things to discuss. Not sure. Just quickly, did you watch? I doubt you would have. It would have been on at not a great time. Um, Josh Taylor in boxing. He's you know big for top rank in ESPN. Uh, it was a top rank in ESPN show, but it was being shown on Sky Sports here in the UK. Um, Josh Taylor, unified lightweight champion in boxing, um, successfully, albeit so 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 controversially um via judges scorecards of course 12 rounds decision split decision against jack cattrall um i'm imagining you didn't watch it but right just give me your thoughts on i'm not going to ask you about the fight i can you know sort of give guys um and girls watching some insight on that but just Another another corrupt um, act in boxing. Seen it f- so many times throughout the years. Um, just when you heard the fact that there was a very controversial scorecard read out um, in the UK this this weekend, what was your thoughts on um, why? I shouldn't say why, but just what what was going on. Um, and what's your thoughts on boxing, where it's at with these type of crazy, crazy um, situations happening? Well, the, the worst part is that UFC does it too. You know, that like it's not just boxing. Like not as bad though, and it's in a different way. We'll get onto that, but continue. <laughs> no, no. What what I mean is, is like it's, it's so out of control that others have uh, learned from that, and they do it, and and that's a really that's the worst part about it. Really, I mean. We, Fox hasn't been doing this for what, hundreds of years, you know, like hundred years, hundreds of years. So, you know, it's gonna happen. 
I wouldn't say is the most it's more egregious than than uh others necessarily, but it, it's always gonna happen. And I think the only way to make any progress is to make sure it just stays where it is, but they haven't even done that. Like now UFC is 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 doing it or or not just UFC. Bellator is usually pretty good. Uh <laughs> considering. But you know what? Uh, there's yeah. more on the UFC, I guess, but uh, it's, it's it's hard to say that it's even worth trying to stop uh, because uh, it's already leaked into everything else. Uh, it's why professional wrestling is scripted completely. Uh, it's, it's, it, you're not going to get rid of it in combat sports. It has to go like this. I know nobody wants to hear that, but this is the way it always is and the way it always has to be from a certain point of view. It's just, it's a business entity. It's a business and everybody wants a piece of the pie. And you can't, you know, like, if it's not money you're getting, it's something you're getting and you're going to make the right decisions that are right for you even if they're the bad decisions for someone else. So it doesn't have, people say follow the money. Well, yeah, you can follow the money and you can find out exactly why that that uh, decision was made the way it was. But it's, like I said, the worst thing that could happen, the worst thing about it is that uh, MMA has followed suit. You know, uh, it's not going to get any worse than that because now you got you got corruption on all levels now. You can't even go somewhere else. Uh, if somebody wants Francis Nagano to win a, a boxing championship, is he going to win it? Of course he is. There's no, you know, there's no way around that. Even if he doesn't actually win it, they're going to award it to him. And that's that's just the world we live in when it comes to entertainment and sports. That's why LeBron's going to get certain calls in the NBA final. Is is that's why they suspended suspended Draymond Green in order to give the Cleveland Cavaliers a game in that finals where, you know, uh, Steph Curry didn't beat LeBron James. But to be fair, Steph Curry, being as great as he is, should have been he should have been good enough to beat LeBron James because he did not. So that's on him. Yeah, there is that element of not favoritism, but just an agenda. Um in sport where decisions want to be favoured in a certain way and it's shown and that's a good point you make there because it ties in with top rank ESPN all their executives from you know the highest of highs in top rank and ESPN were in Glasgow Scotland on Saturday to watch Josh Taylor now that doesn't happen often and it doesn't happen for many fighters but because Josh Taylor who is a unified 160-pound champion in boxing. He's one of two men that are unified, him and Canelo. So he's a big deal. Uh, might not be the biggest name, but when you watch him and see what he's done in the last year or two, I mean, it just it doesn't happen often. So watching that, seeing them in the crowd at ringside, before the fight ended... You were thinking, I was thinking, like you know, seeing online that he's he's going to get the decision here because you know, and you make a good point about the difference between MMA and 
and boxing scoring. Now, you're right in terms of obviously MMA judges is you know a massive talking point and has been the last couple of years, but there is a huge difference between MMA judging and boxing judging because the UFC is the UFC. They have a select pool of judges that are assigned every fight night, every pay-per-view. And they answer to the UFC. So there's no agenda. There's no favouritism. There's no, he signed to this promotion, he signed to that promotion, so I've got to, no, there's none of that. It's just they see it and they see it badly a lot. You know, we know that. But in boxing, judges would have had an agenda to see if possible Josh Taylor wins that fight because top rank execs, ESPN execs, they want attempt to win because they've got big things planned for the future for him. Boxing is so, so behind on this agenda and it shouldn't even be a thing. We shouldn't be sat here talking about what could be described as one of the biggest robberies um, I sort of tweeted about that, something and along those lines. I mean, I wouldn't say it was one of the greatest um, ever. Definitely one of the biggest in the most recent time, and it's it's going to have a lot of actions pending on it, um, this, this, this decision. But boxing, because of the separation of promotions, the agenda behind wanting a fighter to grow, um, I mean, Sean, I watched... I went to the Anthony Joshua Usyk um, fight back in September, and I'm not sure how familiar with British boxers. There was a young man called Campbell Hatton, the son of Ricky Hatton, um, who fought Floyd Mayweather. You might remember him. Um, mm-hmm. And his son fought, I think it was four rounds, maybe four to six rounds on the on the undercard of the Anthony Joshua Usyk card. And he got he got a boxing lesson, and the scores were read out. Went the decision, and he won the fight. Now, I'd say probably what sixty thousand people, sixty five thousand people at that at that fight night. It was in a stadium. The whole crowd booed. He's Ricky Hatton, who is a legend in this country in boxing. Loved his sons, loved because of that, and he got booed. He got booed out the out the ring and it wasn't perhaps totally aimed at him obviously to the judges more because as fans we we have bias of course with our fighters but I'm sick of seeing these types of results and you know Josh Taylor Scottish I'm Scottish I want him to win more than anything but when you see fights like that and the way it went he got knocked down he got a point taken off and you see that result and you think this is why boxing is so far behind in terms of in the last couple of years, it's fallen off. People are saying it's dead. This just kills boxing. What happened here killed bo- kill, is killing boxing. Here's the reality of it. Um, and I'm going to use a Michael Jordan analogy, but it's, it's not going the way you think it is. Um, he wasn't, he, he, sure, he was a winner, you know. Um, made it to the playoffs with a, a, one of the worst teams <laughs> In, in a long time in uh, the NBA, when the Bulls were really bad, he first got there. Uh, he turned them 100% around, you know, all the way around. Uh, he he wasn't drafted first, though. 
Yeah, he's drafted in the first round, but Michael Jordan was not the first pick, you know. Uh, and and the crazy part is, uh, he, the people said he wasn't going to win a ring, you know, much like LeBron hadn't won until he moved to Miami. But people weren't really root like were we rooting for him? Sure, because it was a good story, but he was an underdog at some point, you know. Like uh, he couldn't win he didn't get superstar calls and he couldn't win a decision so he just started knocking people out he just started saying i'm not losing no more and he stopped losing he never lost a championship series you lose a game but he never lost a championship series he's six and oh perfect if it's a championship scenario you're going to lose to michael jordan if if we're putting these people in championship scenarios and uh, combat sports, who is it on ultimately to win that fight? Them. The boxing, you know, the scoring is corrupt, just like everything else is corrupt. There was a big story. Oh, no, stop, Amazon. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the hell Amazon's doing, but that was a big story in the uh, late 90s or early 2000s about a guy that was cheating. He was in Michael Jordan's games. He was betting on him. And it was ridiculous that this guy was uh, betting on games and stuff like that. So this guy was corrupt during that championship time, and he was just trying to screw people over as much as he possibly could. He wasn't even in any favor in anybody, just him. So he didn't even care who you were. Um, so even NBA, uh, everything, everything's dirty. All of it, especially NBA now. But if you if you the man you say you are, go get that knockout. I don't want to hear that, that that bullshit about oh they cheated me. Knock him out. It's all you. If you go in there and knock him out, nobody can take that away from you. And I think we always lose sight of that. You know, uh, so it's not it's not just about how dirty these people are. It's about the fact that maybe you're not good enough. Not, you weren't good enough to knock him out, and you know they cheated. Um, I'm, maybe it's just a black thing. I'm all, I'm used to adversity. It's like, man, yeah, overcome it. If you can't overcome adversity, should you really be where you are? Sounds kind of messed up. Well, yeah, why is there adversity? Because that's just what it is. Adversity is there to make you stronger and better in who you are. It that's how that's how it goes. I don't I don't have anybody in my family or my friends to go. Oh man, we really we really uh sad about the slavery thing. It's like get your ass up and go to like go to work. Like you have to undo or fight through the things that are put in front of you all the obstacles if you lost on the dis you lost on the scorecard you should have knocked them out i'm not removing that responsibility from each and every fighter mma whatever combat sports all of it knock them out that's on you not me and you should have less faith faith in your heroes that don't knock people out because they, you know, oh man, I'm gonna knock him out, and then you don't. It's well, okay, I don't, I'll believe in you a little bit less. Might seem unfair, but it's not. It's ultimately, literally in their hands. There's not many ways in which you know we can sit here and say what the answer to these things. These things have happened. Of sorry, these things have happened. Um, in terms of judges' scorecards, poor decisions, bad decisions, biased decisions for years. But obviously it's heightened with the 
level of interest that has grown in combat sports over the years. Um, but I do see the, the I see the separation between MMA and boxing judges. I see complete difference, but you're getting the same result. You're getting a lot of wrong decisions. A lot of it's not just a decision. It's a fighter's life, where on Saturday, Jack Cattrall, the opponent to Josh Taylor, his life could have changed, and it should have. And and we say we say that a lot. Oh, this fighter's way to change his life because he won it. No, that genuinely would have. Um, if you found out with the backstory of of Jack Cattrall, what responsibility for him? Oh no, there's a responsibility for him to. He know he's a boxer. He knows better than we do about how corrupt they are. He's on the inside looking in, you know? He's on the inside looking around. Why going in, aren't you, why aren't you a little bit mad at him for just knocking him out and getting this over with? And why isn't he mad? See, he could be mad now, but they may never grant him the chance to do, to be in that position again. So that's kind of, you know, messed up, but he can be mad all he wants now. He can be like, oh, I should just knock him out. Well, you should have did it in the first place. Yeah, where's well, where's the responsibility there? I I get what you're saying, but then that's the old argument, isn't it? Where you just say, well, why didn't you just do it? But it's you know what it's like. You've seen fights. You you know I, that. Yeah, I know it's not. It's easier said than done. I know what you're you saying know. because take it out of the judges' scorecards, which is what a lot of fighters say. So you're not completely just what? saying something crazy there. You're saying something that a lot of fighters say, but it's it's you different, isn't it? Fighter. You gotta be smarter. No, no. Well, let's just break it down as actual analysts. Find the whole. If you beat him, if it's controversial, is because you beat him and they scored it wrong. If you were beating him and everybody else and everyone knew, then you should have done a little bit more homework, a little bit better. Should have executed. You shouldn't have just faced it, bird for adversity. You should have actually overcome it. I know that sounds harsh, but that is the reality of it. You know, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on this backstory or nothing like that. Sorry. I'm not. Uh, it's just if he were just a little bit better, not equal to his opponent, not a little bit better than his opponent, but significantly better than his opponent to where he could have knocked him out and not let it go to judges. You cannot let it go to the judges when you know this is what it is. We well, all knew going. We talked about the fight a little bit ago. Uh, uh, for a couple episodes, but we knew going in what was going to happen because we knew who we knew who had to win in order to get the golden treatment from the higher ups. We knew what was what was on the table. So unless you knock that person out, unless you can say, well, what what's the hold in this game where I got to knock him out? Let's say he's getting getting beat up and he has to knock him out anyway. Well, you still have to do the same work and overcome the same adversity in order to win. So also, although it's it's like maybe let's say 25% of the accountability here, it's still I'm still holding him accountable, is what I'm saying. Uh it's, it's only 25%. Uh but I, I think I think this it's worth noting that you have to study longer, harder, and become better than your opponent and and, and and beat them in the areas that's important and be able to beat them out enough to where you don't get the decision where you can start to, where you can knock them out, where you can, you can TKO them, you know, that's, that's what you need, knockout or TKO. 
You should have studied his defenses. You should have learned a little bit more, and you should have got that knockout if, if you really didn't want to leave it up to the judges. Let's just look at that for a second, where, you know, that is a, a traditional argument that has been said about um, not obviously leaving it to the judges' scorecards. Um, in a way, you can argue, you can agree with that um, analogy, but at the same time, you know, we've seen so many fighters over the years. If Floyd Mayweather did did what he what you're saying there, going for a knockout, he might have ended up being like 25 and 25, going for a knockout because he didn't want to. But like, I know what you're saying. I'm not. I'm, it's more me addressing that point generally in terms of people saying. No, oh, I mean you're not wrong in anything you're saying. You're not wrong. Uh, I don't believe I'm wrong either. It's just it, it's it's two sides to it, and unfortunately, they're actually both true. That's the really messed up part. Like neither one of us are wrong. And, and they're both yeah. true. Like, why is he supposed to? Why is that adversity? His adversity should be his opponent, not the judges. So, you know, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm talking about adversity. Yeah. Like, this, is yeah. Un, this is a quote unquote unexpected adversity or at least adversity that should be there. It should be expected because it's boxing, but that don't mean it should exist. I was gonna. They are just, you know, we're. You're right. We're we're not. We're sort of um, debating on the same sort of angle, just a different way. But let's let's compare it. Um, this sort of problem that boxing also MMA has with judges' scorecards, um, how judges are are fight, um, how they get into the position to be a judge when there's so many problems behind that. There's, you know, whether there should be investigations, whether there should be um, better training, better, better everything really. But let's let's compare it because you know we're talking about MMA, we're talking about boxing, the difference. But let's say you know for argument's sake, what you're saying about going for the knockout. When Dominic Reyes, in my opinion, beat John Jones in a five-round fight. Um, a couple of years ago, the the performance that he gave, and there's a lot of other ones out there where had he have gone for a knockout, had he have exerted himself to say in that fifth round where John Jones won the fifth round, obviously everyone kind of says that and unanimously won that fifth round, but say he went for that that knockout in the fifth round just to make sure he got the fight. I know it's not what I'm not just quoting you; it's quoting what generally people say. And got caught reaching in and lost the fight, where up until that point he might have been winning on the scorecards. Now he wasn't in the end, but that problem with I've done enough. I I I feel obviously he did enough. I thought he won the first three rounds. Where now, if I leave it to the judges' scorecards, I should be in good hands because I've done so much that I can get there. And now people are saying, oh, you should have just knocked him out because you then would have definitely won. And now you're going to sit here and complain saying I beat John Jones when history says he didn't. But I feel a fighter who gives a performance like that. I think that's just as good at times where you can win a decision against the great 
and knock out with great. It's different. But why should a fighter um, have to knock someone out or have to submit someone to get a win when they've done enough in the full distance of the fight? I just I don't agree with um, the fighter giving their all, albeit not being impressively with a finish and still not rewarded for that. I think that's unfair. It is. Um, uh, according to the sport, it is. If if we just take the word fight, I'm like, well, who who got killed? Who died? Who got knocked out? If you fight on yeah. the streets, it ain't over until you get your ass knocked out. So <laughs> that's just what it is. Ain't no judges just going to score it and be like, well, you know what I feel like. No, 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 no. One of you isn't walking away or one of you has been loaded into an ambulance. That's how this ends. That's how every single fight should be ending. People, oh, well, that, I know that doesn't happen. Sometimes people are just so technical and so good. It's not going to happen in 15 minutes or 25 minutes. Don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem is with Reyes still lost. He's, he's still a loser. Um, Jan Blahovich start whooping his ass. He had to he had to go in for the kill too. There too, didn't he? He still got caught, got knocked out. Because in reality, if he was going to lose the fight, it's just going to be what it's going to be. He still got knocked out going for a knockout. Uh, That's unfortunate for him, but that's that's the way that cookie crumbles. You're a fighter. If I say go submit him, and you're like, well, maybe I went on the cards. I'm like, well, I'd walk away from you as your coach. You say, I think I can win the fight. I'm like, if you don't think you're, if you don't believe that you can win this fight by submission or knockout, don't fight. And that's the problem with all of these combatants of today. I'm going to win via, not all, I'm sorry, mostly UFC guys. And I I, I hate the, the attitude and the smugness of the organization. I just hate it. It's a, like a lot of team alpha male guys have that. Oh, man, I'm going to get this decision. I'm so high energy. Look at this energy output. Did you try to knock him out? This is my big problem with Kobe Covington for a long time, a very long time. He wouldn't go for finishes. On Robbie Lawler, did he go for the finish? I would have, I would have skunked him on the go uh, On that scorecard, I would have, I would have, I would have eight ten, eight. I would have gave him eight ten as many times. I, I just, I would have. You know why? He wasn't trying to go for the finish and end the fight. Tyron Woodley did that in one of his fights, too. And that, and, and after that fight, he said, oh, uh, I want to show people I'm more than just a knockout artist. But what? Nobody cares, bro. You think we care. You think we want that. We want entertainment at the highest level. We want and need for you to go for a finish. It's actually your job to go do it. The judge's job is to judge in case. It is not finished. In case, in case. So you're subject to some random ruling from people who shouldn't even be doing this. (laughs) By the letter of the law, they shouldn't even be doing this unless you fail to get the job done. And that's what it is. It's technically, I failed to get the job done, so it's going to go to a decision. Because you can take the decision out of their hands and just end the fight. I know there's a, you know, there's a, a giant disconnect between just end it, you know, just knock him out. It's nowhere near that easy. Not at all. It's, it's ridiculously difficult to just knock someone out. But 
as a fighter, it is your job to figure out how to do that. Not mine. As a judge, it's for me to take the money that somebody gave me and rule it against you. It's like, oh, why would you do that, Sean? It's like, well, why didn't you knock the guy out and keep me from taking the money? You know, because that money only exchanges hands if you get to me. If you get to a decision, you have already failed to do your job five separate rounds. You did not get a, a, a uh, I almost said pinfall, but you didn't get a knockout or a submission. And your job is to go in there and do so, not just fight your best. Your best is supposed to result in a knockout or submission. Anybody, send us an email. If you don't believe me, you're full of it. That's your job, to go out there and knock him out or submit him. Not to win on a scorecard. A decision is kind of a loss. You failed to do something you were supposed to go in there and do, because that's not what you would do in a real fight. If you failed to fight somebody who, an intruder in your house, what are you going to say? Oh, honey, you got to get up. Uh, who won between me and this crackhead? You know, what the hell? Or you kill the crack, you knock him out or break his arm in, the, in your house and then call the police. Anyway, so I'm, I'm going a little left. No, no, it's it's there's <laughs> oh, no answer, is there? It's just it's it's all over no. the place. It's a mess. It's going to continue. Um, I mean that one was so bad. It really was, Sean. It was, you know, I gave Taylor maybe rounds two, seven, and you could argue one of between 10 to 12 i thought at most at most he won four rounds and that's pushing it because what he did was he was it was like in you know how they score in an mma where it's pressure isn't it it's pressure it's um advancing forward that scored highly on the on the judges criteria um obviously an mma takedowns is high um control octagon controls big in boxing it's similar where obviously without takedowns where it's pace it's pressure it's moving on the front foot that putting pushing your opponent back but we always know that not necessarily pushing an opponent back should be counted as as scoring for that opponent because you know some fighters like a tyson fury fight on the back foot and can jab your head off and it works well for them another thing is uh boxing uh has uh, an mma too it's it's gross it had its whole uh you got to beat the champ to, to beat the champ. And it's like, no, you just need to be a point better than him. One more strike to the face, and that should win you to, to fight, actually. You know what I mean? One one strike. You can win off of that. If you guys were evenly matched, and it's like, well, that one strike. It's not exactly one strike, but you get where I'm going. Like, you can win it a razor-thin fight, a very close fight, but they won't give you a close fight if it looks it, it, a little bit like, you know, something in one round, they're just going to take it. It's, it's garbage. It's BS. They're just going to take it away from you, and they're going to score it for the champ simply because he's the champ. And that's disgusting. You know, and I, I understand why the judges have to be there. People are going to be evenly matched. It's, it's going to happen a lot, a lot. It, it happens a lot, all the time. I, I think part of it is, hey, man, you know, if we had a champion doesn't have to fight like a champion if – they're in boxing. They could just fight like the challenger and still win, you know. Uh, and you could do it in MMA as well, but like way more so in boxing. You got to put up such a convincing fight in boxing to be the champ on decision. It's just ridiculous. It's, all, it's almost worthless. 
Uh, you know, in MMA, uh, you could do, you could, you could, you know, MMA is a lot better in that regard. Like, you could be the champ. You can. You can be the champ in our decision. It's fine. And, uh, you know, it, it, none of that happens all the time anyway, but you can do it. it. It's just that they still want you to beat the champ, so to speak. And it's like, no, like, I, I had a round over. What do you mean? Well, you know, he still did this and that. No, I beat him. I was a better fighter, and you should have scored it for me. We've seen it. Like, you brought up the Reyes-Jones fight. That fight. He was a better fighter. I saw John Jones turn his shoulder and run. People say he was just getting back to the defensive. No, 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 no. I've seen people do that. Cody Garbrandt literally did that in his fight with Dominic, uh, uh, Dominic Cruz. But that was to correct himself because he came right center. He sprinted back to the center. John Jones kept running around. He kept, he, I seen him circle the ring. And, and, and it's just, I don't know how judges even got that remotely close. I, I, I don't, it, it's, like you say, it is a mess. And and it, and it, there's no real way around it or a, a way to fix it. But that to beat the champ thing is stupid. I know it's a great, uh, to beat a man, you got to beat the man. I know, I know people love their Ric Flair, but that's just, Ain't no, oh, you got to put on a, a, a marvelous performance to beat the champ. No, if you beat him, you beat him. And, and by not having that, by not having your champions perform at a high level, they won't ever do it. So you don't have hungry champions being dominant. You have what you had, you know, this past weekend. And it's going to continue because you don't have hungry champs. We could spend all day talking about boxing. We should. We we really should. We, you know, we could spend podcast after podcast talking about going over some of the bad examples, looking towards solutions, talking about it, getting it attention that it deserves. Um, MMA as well, but obviously we are time consumed with other things to talk about. Um, let's just get right into it. Your thoughts on what could be one of the biggest, I don't want to say biggest pay-per-views of the year because of the fact that the, you know, the co-main event's just fallen out. It's not traditionally as strong as what a UFC pay-per-view could be, but, but just because of the main event, I mean, it's one of those fights, isn't it, where that intrigues just a little bit more. You know, you look at the last pay-per-view with Adesanya Whitaker, you know, it was exciting, but we kind of see, we know we'd seen it before. We kind of, you know, you you sort of pointed out that you didn't really think Whitaker could win. It ended up being really, really close, I thought. But um, just your opinions on the matchup between Masvidal, Covington, the storyline headed into it. How excited you are, what your thoughts are, who do you think wins, all that stuff. Well, the 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 best the reason that this fight is going to be special is not just the story, it's because we don't expect it to go to decision. So a decision would make it huge because we'll go, oh, we have no idea who's going to win. So mm. that would add a lot to the suspense. Uh, and, and, and and it could be some, some controversial garbage. But, but uh, you know, like that that's the whole that's the whole point of it. Like this isn't supposed to go to decision at all. Somebody's supposed to leave in a stretcher, preferably. Uh, and that's um, 
that's how these things should go. And these two guys get it. Everybody knows it. That's why we're going to watch the fight. That's why people are paying for it. All of that. We're all ready to see this fireworks show. And uh, it it just doesn't really get any better in terms of uh, name quality, in terms of promos. uh, You you got two guys who just got, they're just uh, personalities on all their own. The loser, I don't know what he's going to do because his career is over, to be honest. Um, Whoever loses is done. Now, are they going to fight? Yeah. I mean, what about? I can see the argument for Jorge. Do you think Kobe would be done if he lost? Who's he gonna fight? I don't know. I just for for Wonder me, well, I get what you're saying because the the uh, perhaps the embarrassment could be too much to come back from. Should he lose and should he get knocked out? I can see well, that, but it's just a career. It's just a UFC career thing. If you lose a high profile fight. At the wrong time, it's over. Like, losing a high-profile fight could be great for you in UFC. Uh, and a losing one, you know, uh, losing one could be really bad for you. Uh, Michael Chandler didn't have anything to lose in his high-profile fights. So he gained a lot because he was on UFC's platform. You know, and that, his first fight being a knockout was amazing. So he's fine with high-profile fights because he puts on great fights. He's entertaining. Uh, not to say that these guys aren't, but they are definitely over the hill. Uh, they're on their way to Bumtown, probably. Uh, that's that's weird to say, but they don't have anybody who's really close to them. So they don't have anybody to really fight that's going to make us interested. They can only fight each other, and that's it. Same thing with uh, Usman and, and uh, uh, Covington. They can only fight each other. Like, it's those top three guys, and then who cares after that? It really is. Like, nobody cares after that. Uh, so that that's uh, – yeah, one, one of them's a bum. One of them's going to be a bum after this fight. And it's sad to say that, but one of, one of them needs to go to PFL or something because they're not going to have the career they need to or want to in the UFC after this loss. I want to say especially Masvidal. Um I know he's been wrestling over and uh, not wrestling, but I know he's had some AEW stuff that he's done. Uh, maybe he'll be looking into pro wrestling. I think he'd be great if he could uh, not curse. <laughs> but, you know, but uh, I, I mean, maybe I would like to see him in pro wrestling. I'm gonna be honest, well, but, um, yeah. I was going to save that, um, f- you know, because oh, yeah. there is there is obviously that element of both of these guys, you know, Masvidal already with AEW and things. I know you're not a massive fan of that, but um, we'll save that just for the end because I think that, that that'll be quite interesting. But just give me your thoughts on. I mean, well, I'll I'll start off. Um, you know, the build up to this fight with Jorge and Kobe being previously friends, roommates, teammates. Like really close. Um, you watch the videos, you see the photos, and now obviously with Kobe's change in personality in the last few years, his problems inside gyms, sort of ego getting involved, you know that type of stuff does happen usually. But obviously this one is a very high and public level. Um, I mean, seeing all these posts, stories, news 
um on social media and, and youtube and stuff and i mean we can see that there is some authenticity to this all but are you of the mindset that some of this is sort of being blown out of proportion are you believing in the fact that this is completely true where jorge because we've seen it in his last fight with that Usman, you know, pretending that he didn't really like him when, you know, after the fight, you've seen the respect, you've seen him telling Usman, hey, look, I was just trying to sell the fight and stuff. Do you see that come the end of this fight where they'll shake hands and, and perhaps a lot of it was actually just for build-up, or do you think that these two guys just really don't like each other? I think it was build-up. Uh, I really do think it was build-up. Uh, but I, I think they're also going to just keep playing it out because it's easier to do it that way and and, and try to maybe sell a second fight. So I, I think <laughs> I think they might be going for a trilogy. And after that trilogy, uh, then we'll see them shake hands and all that. But they don't have anything else going for themselves. I would do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I hate them still, blah, blah, blah. And the other guys say, run it back then. So they're probably going to fight again. Probably going to fight again. Uh, I got, uh, 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 I'm gonna say Usman. Sorry. Although uh, Kobe fought Usman so well, and I I would say traditionally he would definitely beat uh, Masvidal, but um, Kobe isn't the striker Usman is, and he isn't as strong, and he isn't as disciplined. And and I and I know what I'm saying, but like he even even after this last fight, he he still isn't, but he certainly caught up to where Usman was. Like that was great to see because he caught up to him, and Usman seemed to be uh, now that they were so far past each other when they first fought. Like it was great. The first fight was great, um, but we saw Usman just tearing people's heads off. Like we saw him on another level, and and. Kobe Covington matched that other level. It's kind of like uh, uh, Goku and Vegeta. You know, it's kind of like that. Uh, I won't go, go too, too, too deep into that because Vegeta's actually always been way stronger than Goku, but we won't get into that. But it, it's kind of like Goku and Vegeta. You know, one go, one gets stronger, the other gets just as strong as the match. And uh, that's, that's, I think that's a great analogy for those two and, and kind of why they, you know, uh, had so much respect for one another. Uh, after their fight. But yeah, I, I see Masvidal with his unorthodox style actually getting to Kobe Covington and being a lot faster than him and catching him off guard because that's what Masvidal do, does. Uh, Usman knew he was coming from a certain place. That's why he stopped him. I don't think Kobe Covington recognize exactly what Masvidal is doing and he'll you know, uh, catch him with one. So you think... You're thinking Jorge's going to win? Yep, knockout. See, you know, it's one of those, again, where you think, you know, like we said about Cyril and Francis, where we see, we see only one of two ways this fight goes. You know, with Kobe's wrestling pedigree, his, you know, ability to continue his pace all the way through the rounds, you know, usually dominates decision victories, not so much a power punch or more volume some submissions, so if it goes to the ground, there's that threat there. Masvidal, obviously, more de- more dependent on the striking, potential knockout power. So are you seeing it as more of a Masvidal knockout or a Kobe Covington 
dominating decision. Uh, I I see. Say that one, one last time. Sorry. Just just I, like I, how you're looking at this in terms of like how each wins. Jorge knockout, Maz, um, Kobe by decision dominantly. Is that what you would probably agree with? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and that's because uh, I don't see uh, Kobe wanting to utilize his wrestling like that. I just don't. Um, he, I'm not even necessarily sure that he could because uh, that's what Masvidal had trained for with Usman. So. So um, I, I don't see that being something you can do to Masvidal. Like he's waiting on it. He's waiting for you to do it. So the only way you're going to really fight him and catch him off guard is to uh, be on your feet more if you're a wrestler. So I expect it to be on the feet. I just expect it to uh, end with Masvidal knocking him out. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think if it's a dominant performance, it's because Kobe's not falling for any of that striking tech, any of the techniques that uh, 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 Masvidal is trying to employ. That's all. Because he, he's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Not, not for any, uh, not because that's bad, but when I say smoke and mirrors, it's just to, he's, he's just trying to get you out of your element. And it works. It, it typically works. Um, had he, had he had a more of a training camp, the first uh, uh, Usman fight, Masvidal would have actually beaten him, but he didn't. Uh, and then by the second fight, you know, uh, he couldn't get into Usman's head because Usman had already seen what he was going to do. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't see Kobe even trying to wrestle with him, really. Maybe a takedown at the end to, to wrap up the whole fight, which we see it quite a bit, but that is literally it just the one at the end well you know i think um this fight obviously speaks for itself the build-up um this week's going to be brilliant press conferences interviews um it's just gonna be brilliant you know like sean said he, he made a good point earlier about um more than usual um build-up more than usual excitement um and just just that feeling you get when you know the two guys, um, their styles, their personalities, the background, the storylines, it's just all great. But, you know, we will transition a little bit onto the sort of, you know, Sean, a uh, sort of expert in, in wrestling, knows a lot, um, knows about different characters and things. And I'm just cur- really curious, actually, to, to get his thoughts on. Um, obviously, we've seen Jorge already dabbling in the wrestling industry um Kobe Covington probably the most other than Brock Lesnar or you know your other few select um fighters that have crossed over um perfect uh, for that heel role in some ways should he go into wrestling at some point I mean both do you think could make a career once they're done in MMA and transition into wrestling, or do you not see the resemblances and, and perhaps think that they shouldn't move over at some point? No, I I, I think they could be both be great. Uh, Colby a lot more. Um, uh, with with Colby, all you need to do is uh, you make you make you make uh, Masvidal a hired gun, put him on a mic, 
let him, you know, uh, I don't know if you watch NXT, but you make him like Trick Williams, but a serious Trick Williams. Um, that's Carmelo Hayes' uh, buddy in NXT. But you, uh, you do yeah. that with him. You make him somebody, you know, you make him the diesel to somebody, Shawn Michaels. Um, maybe even uh, Kobe, to be honest. <clears throat> but you use Kobe the same way you did uh, Kurt Angle. You bring him in as a heel. You have him, oh, I'm, I'm a UFC champion, former champion. Use him like that and have him bring his old UFC title, you know, like, uh, and you have him uh, kind of, if you really want to get this character right, you have him be a, 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 a confederate. That's going to sound weird to people, but you have him be an American, but anti-American at the same time. Like, he's super anti-American, but he's also very American. So that would make him a confederate. But um, uh, don't go too far into that, you know. I mean, you can, and I don't. There wouldn't have any racist connotations to it. Actually, that would that would help more. So I I don't care. I don't care. But don't mention like the Confederacy. You know, have a flag. Have it be a, yeah. a, a spin on the Confederacy. But please, please don't make it like. Make it obvious, but don't 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 have so many similarities that people just it misses them and they just get offended. I mean, they might do it anyway, but you know, there's a way to do it uh, distastefully too. The way to do it, but without stepping on too many toes. Uh, but yeah, you did you have him do that and be the uh, uh, entire American American? That's a good moniker, actually. Uh, and uh, there's one more element you have to it. Add to him. Um, have him choke. You have to give him a submission move. You have to have him choke out Kurt Angle. Just have, uh, you know, Kurt Angle pop up and he chokes him out. Sit. That was right. pretty iconic. Yeah, you you have him come out and I mean think about it. think about it. It's just crazy. You know, it's easy easy to uh, build a story around uh, Kobe Covington. If they go to AEW, um, they'll probably just. Uh, get injured and be out for a year like everybody so like with Kobe and Masvidal obviously they are sort of two huge personalities um, in MMA right now and potentially could be in wrestling Um, do you think what you've seen from Kobe obviously it's you know you know the stories of him almost getting cut from the UFC, had to do something, chose to cut him the best promo he possibly could in Brazil that totally changed everything and look at him now. But do you think um, we look perhaps a bit too much? I think this is interesting. We look sometimes, you know, obviously I've been talking about storylines, narratives, um, egos and things. Do you think we look sometimes too much into that sort of side of it and we should appreciate more of the fighting itself but because I asked that because I know how much of a wrestling fan you are and, and obviously that you obviously appreciate the the sport itself as well the athleticism shown you know what they what these guys and, and these superstars go through um but do you sometimes see that in wrestling and think that MMA should stick to more just on fighting or do you sort of welcome that um no. at times as well 
they they I welcome it. They 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 need to be stand out and make me care. That's what pro wrestling does that uh combat sports just can't do. Uh in boxing, you've got to be this heavyweight juggernaut in order for somebody to give a damn about your story. You know, uh you don't have to. I mean everybody a lot of people have interesting stories and they're told. It's just that how how much of a big deal are we gonna make out of it? Um, <clears throat> in MMA, everybody has virtually the same training, and it's who's got who's been trained in this better. Uh, and that can get super boring, <laughs> like that's really boring. So, I don't think we should concentrate more on the fighting because it's gotten even more boring because people are just really well trained, and people are like, oh, well, they're well trained, yeah, that's more boring because there's no large discrepancies in between. Uh, people's talent levels anymore it really isn't like uh it's how long you've been training sure but um you can go wherever you want get some training fight people <laughs> it's gonna be the same like there's no wide variation in it uh which is actually why they would work in pro wrestling because there will be a large discrepancy between how they actually are at their training versus you know the world they would be in so um, sure, they would have to do more on the mic in front of live crowds, but that they would be comfortable with, because you got to go for a certain thing, but they, you know, their performances would be highlighted, because it's like, oh, that guy, you know, these guys are former champions, you know, uh, people say, oh, Masvidal, he won, a, he won a championship. I don't care how legitimate the championship was, he won it. And therefore, I can say he's a former UFC champion. Uh, <laughs> just not in the weight class. No, but um, I, I, I think that if we concentrate on the performances, we'll have a lot of people tuning out. Um, it happened with pro wrestling. Nobody wants to see people wrestle for five, six hours a piece. And these fights probably need to end a little bit quicker, too. Uh, people need to go for the gusto a little bit more, put more on the line. Uh, I know we don't want to see people just going for knockouts just for knockouts, but like maybe you hold that submission a little bit tighter, maybe burn out your arms a little bit more, uh, maybe throw that extra uppercut, you know, uh, do those things. Let's start there and see if we can get something because it's, it's just getting uh, mundane and stagnant. It's just like, oh, okay, well, we already know what's going to happen here. I'm like, you know, what's it? What's the second? best fight on that car. Um well obviously you you know the the co-main event's been cancelled. Um pending what happens there, you could have Islam Makachev versus Rafael de Sanos. Um you could have um think of some of the names here. Um oh I mean, it's difficult because, you know, some of the guys have already matched up. Who do you throw in there? Who's available? So you got Kevin Holland, Kevin Holland and uh, Alex Oliver. Okay, cool. You've got, you've got, I mean, the the best one would for me would be obviously Bryce Mitchell versus Edson Barbosa. I mean, that's an absolute banger. But and then you got Greg Hart, a Greg Hardy fight on there. Uh, so you've got, you know, yeah. like, so it's an interesting card. 
it's interesting regardless, even without the code name, like which I don't give a damn about regardless. I don't know why you care about it. You know uh Dos Anjos is involved. You know he is. You won't say it, but he's he's so past his prime. Like, <laughs> when the hell uh, did he, hold on, hold on. When did you lose thirteen fights in the last ten years? Ten years? Like, yeah. he had a hell of a run and then it was like, yo, he's having a hell of a run the other way. I mean, you're not wrong. The fight the fight could be terrible. Could be good. <laughs> say it could happen. But I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think I see where you're coming from, but it's difficult to put that title on on a guy, you know? I find it difficult. The prelim card uh, could be okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not it's not wowing me, but that's actually what I like about it. The prelims, I don't, man, it, they don't always disappoint, but when you get a, a big name in the prelims, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, here we go. And then it's like, oh, here we go. It just sucks. Not all the time, but that's happened way too many times. Like, actually, I'll say recently it hadn't happened as much. But, like, in the history of that, yeah, like, you'll get a big name on the undercard. And it'll be like, what the hell's going on? I thought <laughs> I thought we were getting something. But um, I like that we don't have, like, uh, this this prelim card we're supposed to be really paying attention to. That makes me pay attention a lot more attention to it. So, um, I'm hoping that this car ends up to its height on paper, but man, it's it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to say. But I, I would say my second fight on there is probably Kevin Holland and uh, Alex Oliveira. Actually, yeah, a big. A big um, sort of because Kevin Holland's always had so many fights at, 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 at the Vegas um, Apex, and you know he is a fan favorite. He is someone that excites the crowd. Good, um, probably a, a good in WWE or something like that as well. But you know, having I think I think sometimes you need some of those fighters that probably have had a lot, you know, two or three of the last fights in in the Apex with no fans and. And you look now, we're you know back at full capacity in um, pay-per-view arenas, and guys like Kevin Holland, they could steal the show. You know, it's a good fight. Um, it's a fun fight, isn't it? You know, Oliveira and and him just standing there, probably going to be trading the whole time. Not a lot of wrestling ongoing, and I mean, I think Bryce, Oliveira's going to get cracked, but uh, yeah, he's going to crack Holland too. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's yeah it's one of those you know young guys coming up had a few you know back and forths ups and downs but sort of was on a great run wasn't he and now going against the guy that you know isn't too um, a dear to a, a loss or two here or there you know so it's it's you know, probably going to be a fun fight I mean Bryce Bryce Mitchell Edson Barbosa um, probably the highest technical and talent um based fight that we've got on that card outside the main event um who who have you got on that one i'm curious man that one's difficult i'm gonna it go is, with Edson Bar- i'm gonna go with Edson barbosa though because mm. uh, he said he'd never called anybody out and he called out price bitch he was like well I'm he personally wants to end it so i'm gonna go with that 
<laughs> I like the story of, hey, I'm going to knock you out. because I don't, I, I don't typically talk trash, but I'm going to talk trash to you. So I love it. And I'm rooting for it. Well, um, obviously, a great card overall, um, mainly because of some of the names outside of the main event. We are yet to find out what happens with the co-main event. Um, but it should be a great card. It should be a fun week. Um, I'm sure Sean and myself will be tuning in to all the things that um, Kobe Covington and Jorge Masvidal have got to say to each other. Look out in a few years' time. You probably see them in a WWE ring, probably fighting each other again. Um, like we by said, the of, by the end of the what? The year? By the year or by WrestleMania time? Really? In WrestleMania or not? Yeah, man. I mean, they got a. Uh, I don't see too many fights left on card for them, man. Uh, who who else is up? So, <clears throat> uh, Kevin Holland is waiting on somebody. It'd be Kevin Holland and Masvidal. If Holland knocks him out, Masvidal's gone. Like, how many times has he lost? Like, we're not we're not really looking at look at how many times Kobe Covington and, and Masvidal have lost. Like, if you keep losing the big one and you keep losing big fights, that's it. Like, Masvidal lost two top fights. You know, I, I know it was against Usman. He still lost. He lose this one. That's the third one. Then okay, you let's go. Oh, okay, whatever, whatever, sure. Uh give him Holland. Okay, that's a fourth. Kobe loses. That's two. You know what I mean? That's two. Now, now, now one more, and we're talking about you out of here, right? So it's it's a little tricky. UFC doesn't have a whole lot of uh, wiggle room for you to just be losing like that. I mean, so yeah, I, I see them uh End of this year, man. I don't see Monsvidal fighting too much longer anyway. I mean, this is his second time around, so and I see uh I don't see Covington having anyone else to fight against or anything to prove. You know, Monsvidal's 37. He's done. He's hanging it up. Kobe could try to make a run, but I don't think it's worth it as long as Usman has that title. Hmm. Well, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Um, hope everyone enjoys the the fight week as much as we do. Um, don't forget, there's also a lot of other combat sports coming this weekend. Um, just overall, in a good in a good place, I think. With um, obviously outside of the the ter- horrendous judges scoring of fights, um, there's a lot of stuff to look forward to this year. Um, but like I said, we are out of time. Been another good show. Talked a lot about different things. Um, hopefully by Monday again, we're talking about <laughs> perhaps a WWE move, perhaps for either of the two gentlemen in the main event that lose. I would genuinely It'd love to see that. It'd be Colby. They want him immediately. I mean, like, he could be Comes out to Kurt Angle's team anyway, so Kurt Angle is immediately going to want to work with him and put him over. I mean, do you think so, he's going to walk out again to that on um, Saturday night? I do. I, I, I think, and, and I, I think that. he'll walk to it uh, when he debuts in WWE. I think yeah. he'll walk out to it. He might even wrestle Kurt for his uh, music. Who knows? <laughs> but he's going to come out to Kurt Angle's music. People are going to hate it, but might even do the ankle lock. I'm telling you, he's going to be a replica of Kurt Angle, but clearly evil. Clearly. 
<laughs> like it's not even gonna be a oh man he could be turned over he could be silly no like no he's gonna be a, a badass that you don't want to mess with he's gonna have a smile on his face while he's he's gonna be a lunatic he's gonna be like Ken Shamrock and Kurt Angle oh god that's a hell of a combination <laughs> that's a maniac too so don't don't get that wrong that's a maniac well we'll see what transgresses over the next few days great show Sean good speaking to you again hopefully everyone enjoyed it this has been another episode of the weekend warrior show presented to you by mma torch thanks for watching take it easy guys this week enjoy saturday night kobe covington versus jorge masvidal it's a big one we'll see you guys on monday take care guys Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.